Hello and welcome to another edition of Wood Chat. I'm Georgia. And I'm Sam. And today we're here to talk about an important initiative driven by Forest and Wood Products Australia. It's all about ensuring emerging industry leaders are given opportunities to learn firsthand about the latest advancements in timber happening worldwide. Each year, Forest and Wood Products Australia sponsors students to attend the World Conference on Timber Engineering, which we'll be just referring to as WCTE for the purposes of this podcast. For the uninitiated, WCTE is the world's premier forum for presenting and discussing the latest technical and architectural developments and innovations in wood or timber construction. It's the most prestigious international event in timber engineering, engineered wood products and the design of timber structures. Yeah, that's right. It's held every two years in different countries and attracts researchers, engineers and architects, code consultants and building officials, contractors and project managers, fabricators and suppliers from all over the world. For the last eight years, Forest and Wood Products Australia funding has allowed outstanding post-grad students engaging in timber-focused research to apply for financial support to enable their attendance. In 2018, eight lucky students were selected and awarded a $3,500 bursary to attend the event in Seoul, South Korea. But why is this such an important initiative, not only for Forest and Wood Products Australia's perspective, but also for the Australian forestry industry more generally? We spoke to Alastair Woodard from Forest and Wood Products Australia's Wood Solutions Education Program to find out more. Could you describe to me um, what the sort of bursary scheme is all about? Mm, sure. So, so um, the first wood, uh, wood conference in timber engineering um, project got up and running in 2010. Uh, that was when we first sort of brought this up as an initiative. At, uh, and in two th- 2010, it was in Italy. Yep. Um, when we first started the project, it was based more around undergraduate students. Um, so students uh, in, in engineering and a lot of the universities around Australia um, don't teach timber engineering. So, so pretty much the way you find is in each of the major cities you'll have one or two universities where timber engineering is a core subject. You'll have a couple of others where it might be elective and then you'll have a few other unis that don't teach timber at all. They all right. teach steel and concrete, but yeah. not all of them teach timber. So that's our interest to get more timber taught to students. Yeah. So we, um, we undertook this uh, initiative to um, try and get some of these students exposed to timber engineering so they really understood it was a major type of uh, structural product and also to get out and sort of see around the world what people were doing. It was good when we got students that came from universities that didn't teach timber because it really opened their eyes up to something yeah. they sort of wouldn't have experienced otherwise. Um, we did a competition where the students would uh, write a short piece, I think it was 500 words about a specific topic um, within the university. The university uh, professor would then judge the individual uh, submissions that they received and then each university could submit one sort of of their best ones into the group. Uh, That would then come to a group of engineers that we had that uh, reviewed the different submissions and from them they picked the different award winners. And I know that you said that some of those students that were applying were coming from youths that didn't have any kind of, that wasn't even an elective to talk about timber. Do you think that that was a direct response to that? Was that something that you think that they had recognised was kind of lacking in their education? 
Yeah, I think definitely. And uh, and it was always interesting to see that those ones that came from unis that hadn't taught timber and they didn't know much about it were always so surprised just how you know amazing type of structures you could build yeah, with timber. Yeah. So, I mean, ones that perhaps had seen it before, it wasn't as incredible for them, but those guys that had never been exposed to sort of big timber engineering projects were blown away by yeah. really what you could do with yeah. timber, which was terrific. So in lots of ways it would have a completely different value to, to that kind of student rather than someone who's already familiar with the benefits of, of timber of what can be done. Absolutely, and then as part of the, um, uh, the project also, the student, uh, after they'd been to the conference, needed to go back to the university and provide a presentation about what they learned. So really there was a flow-on effect there where you know, the excitement and enthusiasm of those students was taken back to their peers and to their lecturers, so that was a sort of great flow-on effect yeah, that we had. Yeah. Uh, what do you hope that a student attending a conference like this will gain? What would be the, the kind of key takeaways or benefits? I think one of the main sort of real benefits out of it is um, for each of them we had sort of you know eight to ten students on each of the trips that we've done and it was a really good sort of uh, group bond that came together. I mean they all wore their Wood Solutions t-shirts so yeah. everyone sort of stood out, everyone knew they were students, they knew what they were there to be doing. Um, to, to give them their credit, the students were hugely enthusiastic to get to as many different sessions as they could, to learn as much as they could, even though we were in quite exotic places where they could have gone off sightseeing. Yeah. They didn't, they stuck <laughs> to the conference, which was fantastic. Yeah. We had some quite good meetings with them about what did they want to learn, who did they want to meet, so we could introduce them to some of the international mm. timber experts. Um, they were obviously all very inspired from particularly the sort of keynote presentations, which were often very aspirational and inspirational. Yeah. And, we were able to introduce them to the uh, people that presented that. So, um, you know, overall, I think uh, they got a really sort of good, broad mix of technical knowledge, academic knowledge, and sort of that networking capability, both with these international experts, but also with their peers, which was really valuable. And then, so how about the industry in Australia? How, how does uh, the industry stand to benefit from programs like this? So um, over the years, uh, the program's now been modified. We, we don't target undergraduate students at this point. So in the uh, recent, uh, the target was postgraduate students who were already doing research within timber. Mm. Um, so on one hand, that was actually a lot more beneficial for them because they had specific things they wanted to learn, specific people they wanted to meet with. There were industry people there they could network with, both Australians and international people. Mm. So really, I guess, uh, in terms of value, flow on value to the industry, these people that are doing masters or PhDs in timber are going to go into the industry as well. So there was probably a higher level of benefit for them. And how about the, the knowledge then that um, those students bring back? Probably one of the most important things is the fact that they've, they've met a lot of these people that are experts in the areas. I mean, there's one thing about reading an academic paper or seeing a presentation, there's another thing about being able to follow up with the person that gave that and talk about yeah, what they learned yeah. and how they did it, particularly in the research techniques, the additional things that weren't in the paper. And obviously then knowing that face, you know, you've got an email address or someone you can call right throughout your career if you want to, you know, extend that work or get further information. So it really, okay. really is a highly valuable networking event. And so how about the students? How did their attendance impact on them? And what kind of learnings have they brought back to help benefit the Australian industry? We tracked a couple of them down to find out more. One of the chosen eight was Christopher Alowski of the University of Melbourne, and he kindly agreed to share his thoughts on the conference with us. Christopher is currently working with an industry partner on the development of a post-tensioned, also known as strengthened or reinforced, timber-based 
prefabricated panelized system for mid-rise structures. The aim of his research is to understand the current limitations and develop solutions to advance the use of this novel form of construction. Thank you for agreeing to talk to us today, Christopher. First of all, I was just wanting to see if you might be able to tell us a bit about your own background. Sure thing, Sam. I'm currently developing a different engineered post-tensioned wall system. This project is run through the Centre of Advanced Manufacturing of Prefabricated Housing. It's based here at University of Melbourne, but it's engaging industry partners. And that kind of work that I'm doing there further develops my, my research and my thesis, which is on the aspects behind the understanding and design of these types of systems. What are the benefits of those types of systems? Oh, well, so the benefits of a stiffened engineered timber wall, um, as compared to CLT, for example, is that it's much more material efficient in that it has greater rigidity. Um, further to this, when we post-tension these systems, because they're so light, we're able to tie the building down to the foundations to prevent overturning in the cyclones, in the wind events. And so back to the uh, conference then, what was the application process like? Was it quite involved? The application was, uh, I believe it was a single A4 uh, introduction of myself, what my position is in, in the timber industry, what my interests and motivations are, how I can benefit from it, and how can the greater community, engineering timber community, uh, benefit from it through my participation and explanation and um, delving into the information and how can I promote it within the network that I have and the network that I have um, developed through Wood Solutions and FWPA. And from there, what was the kind of next step? I believe the next step was getting an email from Alistair getting congratulated. Um, okay, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was a pretty kind of straightforward process then? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I thought I was the perfect candidate and I made that clear when I explained that and I thought, all right, well, we're on the cusp of knowledge at the moment with, with what we're developing and um, this conference is presenting knowledge just the same and so I felt like I was the perfect fit for that. What were your key learnings or most interesting takeaways from the conference? Yes, uh, so personally um, with the post-tension uh, stiffen engineered timber walls that we're working on um, is that this post-tensioning system it was originally developed to tie the building down to the foundation for say wind events um, or just for construction purposes. So this is a panelized system, it's prefabricated so when they're placed on site the uh, post-tensioning is actually acts as the connection between the panels in the intermediary stage and also as in the permanent stage too. Coming back from this conference you know, I've quite learned that you can actually use this post-tensioning system as a method of self-censoring for earthquake design which we haven't really even considered in the past, but there's another benefit that we didn't really identify in the past for this type of system. The reason I probably haven't been exposed to this type of knowledge before is because of the local context here in Australia, but these are quite important for countries such as New Zealand or in Japan or where they have higher seismic zones and they have to deal with earthquake issues. Yep. So that's an issue that we haven't had in Australia yet, but it's a major issue for timber buildings and so these novel connections help uh, mitigate these effects and so it was really nice to see all the advanced research in, in these particular areas which I've not been exposed to in the past. And really it can be quite useful um, 
especially here in Melbourne, what, what I'm doing, we can export this type of system to New Zealand and redevelop um, over there, where the codes and requirements are much stronger for this area. And I'm going to ask you a question now that would be great if you could answer from two different perspectives. Um, so I was going to ask you what the kind of benefits are of attending a conference like this, but I suppose that's a two-part question because the benefits for you personally are probably different to the benefits for the Australian mm -hmm. industry mm -hmm. in having people yeah. go. So first of all, uh, from a personal perspective, what would you say were the main benefits? Uh, personally, because I'm finishing off my thesis here, um, it was really great to see um, all the literature that I've reviewed in the past, how um, it w has been built on further through the current state of knowledge which was being presented. Um, it's really good for me um, personally as well um, to see the way that people are presenting their final work because as I draw near to the closure of my thesis I'll also be doing a presentation on my main findings and conclusions and from the perspective of um, the greater industry at large here in Australia I'm quite active with um, the Wood Solutions program and the uh, young, um, young professionals of, uh, as well so I network with different people in the industry quite often, and so I share my learnings too. For example, like I remember just telling about somebody about all the acoustics that they were uh, modeling that they were doing over there. And so the common problems are there, and because of the networking, you know, I'm really happy to share what I've learned, and I can get something back from others too, and seeing what their problems are and you know, tailoring what I've learned to help them. We called another student, Rebecca Cherry, from the University of Southern Queensland and asked her to share her most interesting takeaways from the conference, which should give you an idea as to the sheer scope of the topics covered. Something that stood out for me was the use of digital technologies with Timber. It's really exciting to see the advancements and the opportunities that they are starting to offer us. One looked at predicting strengths of knots based just on their visual characteristics, so that can improve our grading and our understanding um, on a digital platform. Digital image correlation was another one that seemed to show up a fair bit. The digital image correlation, or DICs, can, you know, was used for quite a range of things, for anything from material properties through to a full-scale building movement. Uh, there were some presentations using building information modelling for timber projects, and they were identifying some challenges. Uh, but they're also overcoming those challenges. There's a presentation there in relation to the construction process and the impact of weather and timing and how long a panel, like they're building a CLT building, so how long that timber can stay out in the weather um, and how important it was to the mechanical properties, especially at joints. So that would be all wrapped up in uh, the building information modelling process and the planning planning of a, of a structure, making sure that the timber arrives at the type, right time and wasn't sitting out in the weather for long periods of time or providing uh, cover for the timber, so putting a roof on at early stages or waterproofing, whether it be wrapping uh, or providing another means of waterproofing the structure. In regards to all of that, we're only really at the beginning of where that technology can take us with timber and I think that we've got a lot more potential and I think uh, there's opportunity for it to provide solutions and links from the plantation all the way through to the end of the life of the building. So uh, even looking at harvesting and selection of the right log for the right process and optimisation of any of those processes and designing manufacture 
right through to um, the end of life, so monitoring and predicting the building performance over time. There were also some uh, great work and examples showing parametric designs where the designers would be able to come up with some really unique forms. The one that was shown uh, did some ceilings in a resort and gave a wave design. We also caught up with Hala Yunus of La Trobe University who shared her own insights on the conference. I am a PhD candidate at uh, La Trobe University and I'm conducting um, research on timber structure engineering. Uh, focusing on uh, um, strengthening timber elements uh, using uh, composite uh, materials. So what was it that inspired you to attend the conference? Yeah, so I, um, I, th- I think, I, I believe that attending uh, a conference uh, like World Conference Timber Engineering will give me uh, good access to latest uh, technology uh, in timber engineering to uh, see the update resources, uh, knowledge, and um, yeah, yeah, see uh, the last project in timber engineering. What are your key learnings or takeaways from the conference? Um, takeaways, well, um, based on my uh, experience in a study, uh, I am very passionate about um, sustainability, especially the green buildings uh, that have uh, applied in the latest uh, sustainable technology and uh, materials. Attending this conference was a great opportunity, actually, to feed my uh, research and strengthen my research with the latest uh, uh, technical information uh, in the key design approaches. Um, having good uh, knowledge in uh, timber products like cross-laminated timber and uh, glue-laminated timber and more. Also, um, having uh, knowledge on, and ideas of um, some international standards, uh, economic consideration, uh, case studies of uh, frame, uh, timber-framed structure. Um, I attended also, as I remember, a um, uh, number of presentations that discussed the effect okay, of uh, timber um, uh, timber types, uh, different timber uh, types of LVL and hardwood on the bounding uh, uh, of composite material with, yep. the, with the timber. Yep. And this is really, I found this kind of, this presentation is really related to my Yeah, that sounds like project. perfect yeah, for what you're doing. Yeah, which is very, very good. And so it sounds like it gave a really kind of diverse overview of yeah. what's happening in timber yeah, globally across exactly. a wide variety of areas yeah, yeah. Um, how do you think that you'll either apply those learnings or share those mm-hmm. learnings uh, now that you're back in Australia so all these uh, gained knowledge and collected data from this sword conference timber engineering uh, papers and uh, presentations and uh, posters of course will be cited in my uh, papers also, I'm, uh, I'm aiming to publish and present my uh, research findings and uh, the gain knowledge from uh, this conference uh, at uh, national and, and international conferences and seminars uh, in the future, maybe um, the next year. Yeah. And also uh, aiming to participate maybe in the, in the World Conference Timber Engineering yeah. 2020. Oh, amazing. Uh, I have gained an updated uh, knowledge in timber engineering and this is of course will reflect on my career and uh, will share with my colleagues and uh, students. Overall, what would you say are the key benefits of having attended the conference? 
Yeah, it's, it's really good uh, uh, attending this conference. You will see uh, the most recent project using, uh, made of timber mm. around the world and uh, the networking with the professionals and uh, the discussions. All this, of course, at the end will reflect on your research or on, uh, the, on your work. Uh, from that uh, conference also, I would like to highlight something. Uh, there are many uh, suggestions and recommendations that this is might help a lot in solving uh, complex problems. So these recommendations also will be uh, investigated deeply to be effectively able to apply here in uh, Australia. It really is such a great initiative. The fact that industry and in particular Forest and Wood Products Australia is investing in its future leaders in this way is just amazing. Agreed. What a fantastic opportunity. I wonder what we'd have to do to be considered. Mm, leave it with me. Maybe we could convince them to let us record a podcast there? Yeah. Well, that does bring us to the end of another episode of Wood Chat. Make sure you tune in next time for more fascinating timber-related news. And don't forget to subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes to make sure you never miss an app.